0: Welcome to Nerdables. This episode, Netflix orders one piece. Doctor Doom might invade Wakanda. Owen Wilson joins the MCU. Falcon and Winter Soldier might give us our first look at mutants. Spidey swings over DCA. Is Scarlet J trading in her widow for an interstellar plant? Tim Drake goes third person in a new costume. And who saved Luke Skywalker's lightsaber? God, that's a lot of Marvel. in that. There's always a lot of Marvel. Yeah, but that's like... that's heavy. But there's DC in here. I noticed there's a lot of Marvel in it. I almost said it the first time you read it, and we weren't recording. We were trying to figure out what the hell to do with the music. I'm like, is there anything in there that it wasn't Marvel? I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. Welcome, gentlemen. Hey. So. Strong. Yeah, strong. No, right? Wasn't awkward at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> not no, at all. Mm-hmm. It's 10 o'clock at night. He's tired. He's tired. He's tried not sleeping for the last four days. So, um. Netflix has ordered a one-piece live-action series. One
1: piece of a live-action They've ordered one piece of it. Like a swimsuit?
0: Yes. Oh it's okay. just going to be a swimsuit, a one-piece swimsuit, so it's not going to be very attractive. Right. It's going to be a one-piece swimsuit that you look at for 24 hours, and there's 10 episodes of it. Makes sense. All right, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> um, one Piece, obviously the anime I don't know uh, if that's obvious to a lot of people. That may not be ob- obvious to a lot of people. It's a very successful anime that w- it, mm-hmm. that's that been on Cartoon been Network been forever. It's been out forever. Yes. One Piece was popular many years. One Piece was like the thing right after Naruto that everyone was like, hey, this is Naruto. It's just like Naruto because it's 43,000 episodes long. Um, and then it has a weird kid. And I was like, kid. And then all the other stuff after. I miss Naruto because I miss like... Everything being about <laughs> ninjas with headbands and a bow staff. I think that's
1: what the pitch meeting was for Naruto. Is yeah, tech, can we make forty three thousand episodes of this with Dude, a weird kid Naruto and one of like The longest running mangas in history. Yeah. I just
0: remember first going to to Comic Con and there were Naruto headbands everywhere. Every single person seemed to have one on. Yeah, that was like two years after the first time I noticed it because I still remember standing in line with Mikey on the side of the building. We still need that, that tangent button. Tangent. <coughs> And the guy in back of us had not, not Naruto, but the other one the, the blue and gray or blue and green character yes. or whatever, the, the suit he was wearing. And he's trying to tell this young woman behind him, like the whole story. And he was just like, dude. And then he like, he just like, oh, S man. He just, he just like gets up and like beats the S out of this dude. And then like, he gets the stat. And I just want to turn around like, she's never going to sleep with you. <laughs> Stop. It's not, It's terrible. Just stop, for God's sakes. He talked about Naruto for like an hour. That's like when I was riding Pirates of the Caribbean and the guy in front of me is trying to just impress this girl. Ride ride Pirates of the Caribbean when the gay guy in back of you is trying to impress the girl with how much he knows about Pirates of the Caribbean. And then have you sitting in the row in front of him (laughs) make fun of him that makes the row in front of me Laugh the entire oh, look, time. Let me finish my story. So this guy this guy is like, you know, really macking on this girl and everything. And we come up to... There's the a word you... Th- yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, 1988? What happened?
1: <laughs> he's really macking on this girl. He's macking on this macking. girl, Holmes. He, he, he's getting we'll up the me. Mac
0: Daddy or the Daddy Mac? That's he terrible. He's... He's the Mac Daddy of the Daddy. Chris Cross, Oh, I miss Chris Cross. One of them died. Yeah. You know what? Chris Cross, miss Chris Cross. Did. You know we're like in a tangent of a tangent of a tangent. It's like it's like Inception here of mm-hmm. tangents. Uh, so, anyways, we're on the we're on we're on the boat, and this guy comes. We come up to the to the shack, and the old man sitting there rocking back and forth, and he's going, "Man, you know what? I've stumped every person here that I've ever rode on this ride, ridden on this ride with." And he goes, "Where's the banjo music coming from?" No, no one can answer it. I said his wife's inside playing the ban- banjo. She starts laughing at him and scoots over and the whole boat is cracking up. <laughs> banjo. <laughs>
1: I hope you said banjo
0: correctly. I did say were, banjo okay. correctly.
1: And you're a C block for sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But it was just so funny because he was all up on her and, you know, he's leaning over. You no, know, they didn't put that treasure chest in until it was <laughs> from the movie. Now, some people say that the treasure chest is directly from the film. It is a prop. So most people don't know that. It's a prop from the film that was moved into the ride. It's, it's looking over like, are you kidding me? So when we get to where they're attacking the fort and I'm like, I so, bet you don't know this, those are real cannonballs going over your head. They're going so fast <laughs> you can't see them. <laughs> They destroy this fort the every single time. It's insane. Oh, it was oh it was so terrible. I think that was the same day we had the worst skipper I've ever had on the Jungle Cruise because we got someone. Who, if they normally don't work it, they give you what they call the National Geographic tour, which is there's no comedy in it. Yeah, it's just straight. Oh, that reminds me. The last one we had a couple weeks ago was brilliant. He was a great one. Brilliant. He gave something I've never heard before. You ever written it at night. That was yeah. it, it. Was night? Did he do the elephant show? Because the fastest, the fastest animal in the jungle. No, he didn't do that okay, one. Okay, so I've the, heard that that's, one. That, that's the best one. I love that. People don't believe me. Watch this. Click. click see, he's on the other side of the river. <laughs> that is my favorite. <laughs> but all my was, other favorites are in the Jingle Cruise, and they don't do the Jingle Cruise anymore. And they all deal with the piranhas. He did the o 2
1: H, and we all cheered. And we all. We it all was did. just the the us in the back who was cheering the o 2 H. And, but, uh, we started like a little late or something and he's like, oh, you guys didn't you know? No, he
0: goes, he goes, no, he goes, you, you guys are the first boat that then all day that actually did that with me. And then he started doing another chant after it. And I was like, I'm rolling. My eyes are watering so bad. Beth's going, oh my God, what happened? I was like, that's the best joke I've ever heard on here. I know I'm going to forget it before I can tell Chris.
1: What was the, the snake joke? Cause that had me rolling. I f- completely forgot. It what wasn't it
0: was. the it wasn't the H I S S. Yeah, usually the, the, the snake yeah no one. It was oh, something. Oh, I get a lot of guys who this. No, no, no. drop the snake. That's joke. what that's the joke that, that got me. He said, "Why do they call it uh, you know Python?" And it said, "Because it's three point four seven 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 <laughs> seven meters long." And I started laughing so hard I was crying. I was that's like, good. "That's good." <laughs> My favorite, I think, when I, when I went back, the first joke that got me as much there was an, there's an older gentleman. And I've had him like six or seven times. He's there all the time. And he's fantastic, especially if he gets stuck because he goes into the spiel of like, especially if he gets stuck towards the end and it's Trader Sam with the skulls and he talks about going to a dinner and having, you know, like elbow macaroni and like, you know, elbow macaroni was a little tough, but Stan, you know, he just didn't, he didn't (laughs) eat right anyway. But when we got to things like keep your hands and arms inside the boat, because if you come up against the dock there, we call that peer pressure. I died. I literally, the boat is just sort of not, not getting it. And I'm, that is brilliant, sir. I appreciate that. That was great. And then if you get the, the, we had a woman once, um, and we were riding in it at like twilight, and you come to the hippo pool, and she's like, don't worry, I'll get rid of them. You want to go on a date? See, just gets them out of here every time. <laughs> That one was it was so, so good. It was so funny. When we were getting out, he did the the, the one skipper did the uh, okay. This next joke's for all you mind readers and psychics out there. Beth started rolling. I'm like, what? What? What did I did I miss him? She goes, Did you hear what he just said? I'm like, seriously, how many times you've ridden this boat and you don't remember hearing that joke at all? She goes, No, but I just got it. <laughs> Dude, when you get to because they don't do the jingle cruise anymore. The best thing is the piranhas and the jingle cruise. Because they celebrate Peronica, the <laughs> Festival of Bites. <laughs> the first time I heard that, I was dying. I love that one. And it's like, no, don't worry. And they come out of the water. Don't worry. It's just fish celebrating the holiday of Peronica, the Festival of Bites. And the, half the boat is just like, oh, okay. It, the other <laughs> half with me is just going, that is whew, that is gold. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, uh, and then one the next Piece. year, they're like, we're not doing Jingle Cruise anymore. like, damn it. One Piece, One Piece on uh, Netflix oh, live that's action. What, that's what we were talking about. Yeah. Um, there's uh, that shouldn't be too much of a challenge. I mean, there's not. It's not heavy, heavy, heavy CG CGI. It is if you really want to get it right. I mean, it's all cartoony. I mean, that's the right. thing is, are you going to translate it into a realistic tone? You know, are you just going to do like real pirate ships and? Or are you doing canons, more satirical? You know, yeah. Well, it's a, it's you got to mean a it, satire, right. piece If you're just you want to make it? No, no. We're just going to do it straight laced. Which there are properties, and I still swear to God, if they did Land of the Lost straight face oh, it'd be amazing, like a PG thirteen hardcore action <laughs> film. That movie would be amazing. But instead, you get a dancing T Rex, and Will and, Feral. And, Feral. <laughs> and what's his face from Eastbound and Down? Well, I can't remember his name.
1: Danny Elfman. Danny. Elfman. Danny
0: Elfman. No, Danny no, McBride. Danny, Danny right. Elfman. <laughs> wow. He branches out for then. music. Some from yeah, so interesting. Um, when someone was like in that kind of second tier of oh yes. yeah, I sort of recognize that. Mm. Um, yeah. So one, p- I mean, you're probably gonna see as as much as Netflix is spending on reviving uh, animated properties to do live action stuff from manga. That's the thing is if you can't carry the manga, the manga sorry, the anime, you know, because the anime is usually on some of these other services or whatever, mm-hmm. Crunchyroll or whatever. But if you do Crunchyroll, Yeah, Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll has been one of the big ones. Like took, the anime Netflix. Yeah, oh. it's, a, it's an anime streaming service. Um, That's where a lot of people I know that got into anime, that's what they started with. They just went through Crunchyroll and uh, just started getting gotcha. everything. Because I think it was, is it still free? I think it was free once upon a time. I have no yeah. idea. Because um, I know that the other one isn't free. The one, um, crap it. I to. It's funny when there's some bug or something around here. Um, all the companies that used to produce the the anime wack when I was buying video cassettes, look it up, kids. And then DVDs, they all ended up with like a, a their own services and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, one. I'm sure you'll see one piece. I'm surprised no one's done Naruto. A I'm surprised they haven't either, because it's, it in the last few years until My Hero Academia, well. Maybe One Punch Man and then My Hero Academia. It was Naruto for like three or four years. Mm-hmm. That was the one that, and just it was overwhelming, all well, over the place. Full and Metal you go Alchemist into got a live action that kind of slipped underneath the radar. Well, Full Metal Alchemist was never as popular as Naruto. Oh, that's true. I mean, we're Very gonna get true. a live action Cowboy Bebop, and as most people you know has no idea what the hell Cowboy Bebop is. Right. Which, if you don't know what the hell Cowboy Bebop is, go get the complete collection and watch it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Some of the best animated stuff you've ever seen. It's so good. Um. You know, we'll have a live action Macross movie at some point. <laughs> I was going to Comic Con for 20 years, and I swear the first year I went, there was a panel about the live action Macross movie. Nope. Topher Grace is going to do it. No, he's I not. want a live action Gundam movie. No, you don't. I know. I, the I, only reason you want a live action it'd Gundam be Transformers. movie. Uh, well, the only reason you'd want a live action Gundam movie is it kind of like resets. You're like, okay, I can figure this out. Mm. I try to get into Gundam once, and it basically is like that uh, the meme with the. Charlie day with all the, the the conspiracy thing behind him. Like, (laughs) "Ah!" Like, what there's 40 series and half of them connect to the other half of them that are not the half that connect to the other half that you don't know about. What about Robotech? What Robotech's easy. As I said, Robo Macross is Robotech. They've been trying to make a Macross Robotech film for 20 years. It's never going to happen. You've already lost it. I mean, that's, that's the thing. Just go back and watch Robotech and then watch the inferior Southern cross and Robotech. Uh, What's the last one is a new generation Ooh. shoot i don't remember what the last one was there's robotech macross saga there's robotech southern cross and then the third one is the one with the invid gosh darn it that's gonna drive me crazy i'll look it up later <laughs> now three completely separate series that after the success of macross in the united states harmony gold's like uh what else you got hey give me the one with the blonde kid we're gonna make we're gonna make her the daughter of an alien with green hair and a human with blue hair, but she's blonde. So we just watched. We were just watching before we started recording. Alita, Battle Warrior,
1: Battle Angel, Battle, Battle Angel. Angel, Battle, Battle,
0: Angel. Angel. Battle Sorry. Angel, Alita. Is the, is the live action listed as well, Alita? Angel. the film,
1: it's Alita, Battle Angel. But. That's why it failed. No one
0: knew what it was. Um,
1: <laughs> I I enjoy that movie. I like it, but.
0: You were talking about how they made her eyes and everything look more... Oh, God. Eyes. Just no. Like, either make her a total cyborg or make her, you know, a Terminator where you can't tell the difference. Well, I was going to say... Fog the it, hell out d- of me. It does give you more of a com- uh, cartoonish look with her. Would you want that for One Piece? No. If you're going to do live action, just do live action. Just and if it. you're doing a Netflix live action series, you're not going to CGI's. Yeah, I mean it's not CGI's. it's not Amazon. I mean CGI's. <laughs> we didn't cover it last week, but Amazon actually laid off quite a few people from their marketing department. No, that was Netflix. I mean, excuse me, Netflix. Netflix laid they off. We didn't cover it last week because you sent it after we recorded last week. That that was in probably, this movie, yeah. yeah. No, they they laid off 15 people. Let's call it out. 15 people. Everyone's like, they laid off a ton of people. They laid off 15 it, people. It's the so market. The whole department. Yeah, but what's? But what do you? That's the thing. Marketing. Right. What are you marketing? Right. Who in the world doesn't know what the hell Netflix is now? Right. That's at that's true. This point Netflix is is literally like people say Band Aid for any sort of adhesive bandage, no matter what company it is. You still have, especially older people, refer to any streaming service as Netflix. Correct. Mm-hmm. You well, that you have that Netflix that has Jack Ryan on it? No, that's Amazon Prime. I know it's it's one of those Netflix things. Oh my god! But the marketing department doesn't just cover like putting it out on billboards or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it also does include. You know the websites and you know and there's uh, social media and everything like that. That if you don't know Netflix exists, you don't know anything exists, and therefore you're never going to buy it. Sure. Anyone who knows who knows anything about streaming services knows Netflix exists. Like a marketing budget for something like Apple Plus, sure you need you need to get out there and tell people, not just send it on their phones that you know everyone's got an Apple. Hey, we have we have a streaming service now. It's $20 a month for four shows. Check, and who knows it how it big their marketing department is. Yeah. As a 15 people could be 15 out of 150 or could be 15 out of 30 because you're looking at it going, what are you marketing? Right. You know, if you've hit a market where your, your saturation is, is all but complete, you know, you've grown, 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 grown. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's really small. It's. Target in Thousand Oaks. When it first opened, they're like, "Oh, we get thirty Target cards a day." And then when I started working there a year and a half later, like, "We still need thirty Target cards a day." And I'm like, "No, you're in Newberry Park." Yeah, you've saturated this the is, market. This nobody moves here. This isn't a transient town. You know, people come here and they live here. So everybody who shops so Netflix is, has one. Yeah, if Netflix is already, who are you reaching to? Yeah, homeless people. You know, like why aren't we marketing to transient camps? I you don't know, know. I've seen a lot, a lot more homeless people with cell phones now. Yeah, most of those people aren't homeless. Most of those people are making more money. The guy, than the we guy are. that was outside Target when they found out he wasn't homeless, he was making eight hundred bucks a day. Yeah, it was insane. Mm-hmm. Quit your job, and you become homeless, find a good spot. You can you find know. a good spot in a decent community and look, make yourself look dirty, but not too dirty. Get a dog. That's the number one thing. I've seen a lot of people with children now. They, the children get a dog. The yeah. dog is more than the children because you can get, you'll get money for the dog. Oh sure, but uh, yeah, oh yeah, because the dogs. Yeah,
1: I need food, but also. Sparky here. I saw I two saw two. a
0: woman the other day outside Ralph's, and she's got the kid in a stroller. She's got a sign up, and the kid is playing on its iPad. I'm like, I'm sorry, That's can't. why. You, that's why you have Republican senators saying, "Well, like you have to give up your iPod if you want health care," because that's the difference, right? I mean, she funny. she may she may have been you know in need and or, but it just, it's, it's, like really just it's just it's really hard. Just because like, you're you know, homeless doesn't mean you don't take all the stuff out of your house, right? It's just like also you know I've seen I've seen homeless people with printed signs. You know, they're nice. I've seen one that's printed with laminate and everything. Be, how can he be hungry? <laughs> he has cardboard and a pen. You know. I was driving out of Comic-Con <laughs> one of the last days when a white, white chocolate came down and met <laughs> at the Comic-Con. And he was driving. It was, it was when uh, we were staying at White Chocolates to go to Comic-Con like the first two, three years. And I don't remember how we had an extra ticket or something like that. I think we had an extra thing from Sideshow or something. So we went down there and we went to Comic-Con and we're driving out of San Diego and through that spot that. Every year gets a little less homeless-y because they build a trillion-dollar hotel. The guy has a sign that says, hungry, please help. And he's holding it up. And, my, and Eric says, how can he be hungry? He has cardboard and a pen. And both Mike and I are like, wait, what? And he's like, no, <laughs> no, think about it. It's true. I'm like, no, no, f- go through that. I'll just finish that statement. Nope, that's true. That's what it is. And I've held <laughs> on to that for the longest time. I made a joke one time that I said if it's not done with blood and urine and maybe a little feces, I'm not going to give it to them. Well, now you know how to get rich as money. <laughs> blood, <laughs> urine. I made a sign that's made of feces, blood, and urine. Here's $300. Just I, I respect <laughs> you. <laughs> it's like the guys who used to said, who am I kidding? I'm going to buy beer. Like yeah. Those guys used to get tons of money. He's like, well, at least you're honest. Here you go. Yeah. Speaking of tangents. <laughs> We've got a homeless talk. This is <laughs> an homeless <laughs> talk. Well, it, that seems to be the thing for 2020 on almost all the local stations. Like, ABC7 has run Streets of Shame for the last two months. Um, the Spectrum News. That is, is that the new the, Streets
1: of Rage game?
0: No, it's the Streets of Shame. It's the all the homeless parks. And then the people now, you have so many people that are coming and protesting the cleanups. Like, where are you going to put these people? Oh, it, I'm, a millennial, it, I'm a millennial white person that has – I'm living at Dad's. Here's a sign. It's nationwide because I'm getting calls from people back home that are going – Hey, is the homeless problem really that bad out there? I mean, like, are they taking over? It's for, for like, me? it's bad, but it's not that. <laughs> oh, no, it's bad. I mean, this is... They haven't this taken is over. No, where they've taken over. I mean, they're getting close, but... The, they're pretty much getting close. I mean, look, wherever you go, there are homeless encampments. Oh, totally. totally. You're in a, we're in a fairly affluent community that has a very large homeless population. Yes. And we also have a very large transient population. You see RVs that are parked mm-hmm. in different places. They come to these type of places. My friend Doug, who does the Puck Podcast, he's always said if he ever becomes homeless, he's going to Vegas. Yeah, it's always warm. Someone gives you thirty dollars, you can go to a buffet for the entire day. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going to go, and I'll just keep switching tables so nobody really notices. Or you know, you could turn that thirty into three hundred thousand, or turn no, it you, into nothing. You can't do. You can't do the Gill. Why did I bet the company <laughs> payroll? Um. This so is, this has been the homeless hour. <laughs> so Doctor Doom may be uh, homeless in Wakanda. Doom is never homeless. Here's what I thought. So what we're talking about is there's a rumor now that Dr. Doom may be the villain in Black Panther 2. I thought... Streets of Wakanda. I thought playing <laughs> is off of... that the new Streets of Rage game? Yep. I <laughs> thought playing off of your idea is Doom is now the new leader of Wakanda. Doesn't make any sense because he's not, he's not from Wakanda. No. I don't, I don't think they're going to make him from Wakanda unless we get Black Doom. That's his name, Black Doom. I am Black Doom. Idris Elba plays Doom. Wait, don't you look like... Um, <laughs> no, I think I think it's he invades. Yeah, or I mean, he he'd love vibranium. Hell his suits made out of a decent metal.
1: He makes his co- he makes. See, his... the hard thing
0: with using Doom is you have to come up with a reason. If you're going to do classic Doom, but Doom, there's two there's two things you do. You either do the scientist with Reed. In the origin story again, or you start with him being the the ruler of uh, Latveria, and if he's the ruler of Latveria, and they put it in you know central Europe or Eastern Europe, what the hell does he have to do with Wakanda? Right. So it's it's a tough villain to do outside of having something of of Fantastic Four. Well, other than take over their technology. That's the thing is, if you have it, if you're gonna do something fun, and I said before, if don't do Black Panther two as King T'Challa have Mbaku as the king and T'Challa is then free on his own to go do what he's trying to do. You had five years where he's not there. What if, you know, he's not there. We saw half of the people in Wakanda are gone. Half of their warriors are gone. Half of their security forces are gone. Half of the people who would investigate vibranium that's in places it shouldn't be are gone. If the story is doom has vibranium in Latvia and uh, T'Challa goes there. That's that to me is more interesting. I don't need Wakanda. Yeah. I I got Wakanda in three films already. Mm. Um, and it's great. It's awesome. Space Africa is amazing, but, um, well, only two films. I guess Wakanda's not really in, uh, endgame. They just walk out of it, but I think it'd be interesting to do in, in what I said in the thread was I love the idea of kind of, let, let's kind of mix this up a little. Let's we've gotten 83 phases. We've had 175 movies. All of them have been successful. I don't need Spider-Man fighting Green Goblin all the time. I don't need Iron Man versus Crimson Dynamo. Give me guys who are kind of in different places. I don't need them to just continue to adapt things that are out there. One of the reasons that Infinity War and Endgame are so good is it's slightly Infinity Gauntlet in terms of Getting rid of half the people, but how to get there was so different. Oh, it's great. and everything yeah. after was so different. There's, there's nothing in when Infinity Gauntlet takes place in the span of like forty eight hours. Well, Thanos' it's not his five motivation years. was different. Yeah, because he's well, to a degree. No, no it it's completely different. He in the comic book, he does it because he's in love with death, right? The personification of death, the character of death. Um, it, it, to give me Black Panther versus Doctor Doom, I'd love that idea, and take they, Black Panther out of Wakanda, put him in. In Latvia, you can do whatever you want. You've got two villains. Uh, Black Panther does, uh, his first appearance is in Fantastic Four. So there's a connection to the Fantastic Four thing. You have it. It gives you a chance and to introduce. You, yeah, you, you, get, you get a chance to introduce um, a, 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 a Fox character without having to do the Fantastic Four film. It gives you a chance to use Doom, have a different villain in your, different villain in your future Fantastic Four film, and then Doom becomes the villain in the second one. This is what we we or were talking Doom about. the well, this, is what, this is what we were talking about in DC of having the, the, I thought they missed the opportunity to have the Joker be the villain in Suicide Squad. And then whenever we finally got a Batman film, which of course none of that's going to work, you would we were able to use the Joker twice, but you didn't have to use the Joker twice in Batman. This gives you a chance to use Doom twice, and he doesn't have to be fighting the same villains. And the other thing I said, at some point in four, five years, we're going to get a new Avengers film. What if the villain is Magneto? How mm-hmm. great would that be? Because it, the character in the Marvel comics, there is there is this this idea and in the 90s, it was Big Dare. It was like, Magneto could take on the Avengers by himself. And then I said, that gives you a chance to introduce mutants, but it also gives you a chance to introduce the X-Men in the the, the post credit scene with Sam Cap meeting with Professor Xavier, and Xavier says, don't worry, this is never going to happen again. We take care of our own, and then you see the team behind him. And that's it. And that's, you know, go on to that next thing. And if you could keep that... Freaking secret! That would be great because you you miss out on those great moments because you already know well, oh you just we're gonna get this everybody. Well, that's the thing is my idea is awesome, so I don't want to tell you. <laughs> um, but I mix that up using MCU for those kind of things. It's
1: just like so. Then also with the with the rumor rumored placement of Namor in Black Panther two, where you where would you think he would fit if that was the idea they were either going. See that's
0: with? that's the other problem too is using <laughs> Namor. You've established by the map that you see in the beginning of the f- of Black Panther, Wakanda is a landlocked nation.
1: Mm. It's not on an ocean, so what are you doing? But then well, all their talks about earthquakes and whatnot and being rumblings underneath, you know, mm-hmm. you, you want to know what you do is you do. Well, then you might as well use the mole man. <laughs> you do the formation
0: of the Illuminati. Now that Tony eh, Stark's gone, I don't, I don't. And Doom is part of the Illuminati and turns on him. Eh, I don't like that. the Illuminati thing. Isn't gonna work. I don't think the Illuminati thing works in what the, in, in the MCU as it's constructed. Because it's just, one, half those characters aren't really there um, in any huge sort of... I mean, you've got Strange, but... It, and it's also the fact that you've got to use those characters in multiple films. Sure. So, I just... No, I'd, I'd rather see them, you know, mix it up, change it. I don't need adaptations of... Flip
1: it in reverse. It?
0: Yes. Um, well, okay, we'll we'll skip over those... Oh, Wilson something real quick, since we're talking about wow. this. Because... We saw a screenshot of from an overhead view of the set of Falcon and Winter Soldier, and it very, very distinctly you see the Magnapore uh, logo. You know, from the the, The from the flag. Magnapore, not Magnapore, but um, what? Nope, no. There's
1: a microphone in front of you. I know he's sitting. Don't be, don't be, Mikey. Well no, I'm sitting back so that way when I say these answers, I don't get embarrassed. It's um <laughs> it still picks it up. What me. is the, oh, the mutant island?
0: Um well the mutant island is not the one you No, you're it's not. Of. No, no, it's not. The plane, no, must no. the plane. Um oh god. I'm totally brain fried. you see that trailer, now. they turned Fantasy Island into a yes. horror movie. That's interesting. <laughs> um what is it? I'm, I'm blanking. Don't make this a Devastator thing. <laughs> I thought you were going to have an aneurysm. He's going to die right in my car. It's a place. Yeah, I know. I want to keep saying Magrathea, but Magrathea is. Magrathea! <laughs> Magrathea is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, here he goes. He's going to look it up. Although I don't even know if he knows the actual terms to look it up. God almighty. He, all he's too. is going for uh, off the thread. No, because if he does. If he does. Uh, if he just puts Mutant Island, you're going to get Genosha. Yes. There we go. Let's see, Ethan. Are you gonna get it? This <laughs> is for this is fascinating radio.
1: It's Madripoor.
0: There you go, Madripoor.
1: That's it. Yes.
0: See, I was close. I'm just the danger. If it's Madripoor, is that they introduce Logan? <coughs> that's very true because you know, that's where he went his patch, so he could go kill people and not tell the tell the X Men.
1: Um, slice
0: some dudes. But
1: also, doesn't it have a tie to Captain America too?
0: Uh, there is an ep- uh, the Epo there's an issue of Uncanny X-Men, Uncanny Two Sixty Eight, with the famous Jim Lee cover of uh, Logan and Cap and Black Widow that takes place in the 1940s during World War II, and it's in Madripoor, and that started the. Wait a minute, how the hell is the Widow in this? And like, oh yeah, the Widow has Super Soldier Serum too, and she's been alive since 1930. Also, you're like, wait, what? You set her up as a Cold War villain from the start. Yeah, but now she's been alive for 60 years. All of a sudden, but it, I mean. You saw the the image. It's definitely the Madripoor logo. They can use Madripoor
1: or insignia. you
0: can use Viper. You can use oh sure. Um, but it is the first it's not Tiger Lily. Good lord, that's Peter Pan. <laughs> but it is the the first tiger acknowledgement makes- of something from the X universe. I guess. That I can think of. Well, it also depends on where Madripoor was. Where where did it first start? Because if it started in an Avengers book, you still have Madripoor. You might have had the rights to Madripoor already. Sure. And it may have shown up on one of the maps. Mm. I think it did. If I remember correctly, I remember that people got excited because they saw Madripoor. on. me go to and the man it's kidding now. Because at that point, they also showed Atlantis in the middle of the, you know they showed the yeah. dot in the middle of the ocean mm.
1: and then isn't that isn't
0: that in the isn't that in Black Panther it's, no, it's at
1: the end of Avengers when Tony is talking to um no it's not Avengers sure. it's Iron Man 2 is that Iron Man 2 It's your favorite movie
0: when he goes it's in a map? and yeah. it's yeah there's the maps behind him when yeah. you also see the f- footage of the hawk there's you can see I thought that was in the middle of the movie no it's at is it it is at the end i always get it yeah. opinion of being in the middle of the film. But I think they also so showed um, the possibility of an island off of, you know, the coast of the Ameri- United States around the world, San Francisco. It's called Alcatraz. No, not in the middle of the bay, but off, you know, so people got excited about that too. Well, if, you put the, if you put the island off of the coast of Africa, then it's Genosha. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to make Genosha here because it's basically apartheid. We're going to talk about how terrible South South Africa was, and now you have a generation of children is that, where that they have are... no idea that racism was legal in South Africa until like 1995.
1: So they're going to have all the clones from Star Wars in there. Yes. You... I no, I
0: don't. You don't want Geonosis? He is, but he. But though the clones aren't from Geonosis, though they're from Kamino. Geonosis is the droid factory. That's, what That's I mean. where the the, the first battle Geon- of the Clone w- Wars happened. I was happens. testing. I was testing you guys. Yeah. You passed.
1: <laughs> Good job, guys. So anyways,
0: <laughs> yeah, there's even the Fantastic Four thing that people are crazy about that Emily Blunt's going to play Susie's uh, Susan Storm. And yeah, because Kersensky's everybody, gonna play, uh, yeah,
1: everybody wants John Krasinski to be, well, no, Mr. it started Krasinski. with Emily,
0: Emily Blunt was in talks with Marvel and I said, Emily Blunt was supposed to be Captain Marvel until yep. the day the film came out. Mm. Yep. People still didn't believe like, well, that's not Emily Blunt.
1: that's, that's Brie Larson. <laughs> I don't like Brie Larson. She said, man, are scumbags, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence, John, you
0: are, you are a scumbag. I know, but still. Jennifer is Sue Storm. God, no. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. First off, Emily Blunt is fine. Yes. I don't care whether it's Emily Blunt or not. I want an older Fantastic Four. Don't give me teenage Fantastic Four. So Emma Stone, don't now? no? No. I play a very convincing Asian woman. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can play any role because I played, I, you know, low That long. was the... SNL Star Wars? No, it was SNL Star Wars. Mm. Um Oh, that's she right. guys for that. Ray and she's like, I don't know if you've seen the movie Hawaii or whatever. She was, was like, Aloha. I, Aloha. I play a very convincing Asian woman. <laughs> that was great. I want an older fan. I want an established Fantastic Ford. So don't, we, I don't need the Well Emily Blunt, Blunt would be good. So get John that's Krasinski. what I'm saying. I'm fine with someone like Emily Brunt, Brunt, <laughs> Brunt. Emily Blunt <laughs> and John Krasinski as an older. So who do we you know,
1: do? Human Torch and thing. Human Tom. Torch is Chris Evans. And you just deal with
0: it. And the thing is CGI. <laughs> just how about deal Tom with Cruise as oh, Mr. Oh Fantastic? God, no. no. First off, Tom, Mr. <laughs> no one who's shorter than me should be Mr. Fantastic because if you can grow yourself to any height, I'm pretty sure you're not sticking with five five. <laughs> okay, how about Tom Cruise as Logan? No, 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 no. no, no. <coughs> I think all those people are going to be fairly unknown. As much as there, as as much as Marvel is known for picking people now that people. You know, they just look at whoever won. Who won an Oscar last year? Let's make him <laughs> Captain America 4. Okay. Well, Sebastian Stan was pretty much unknown. Um, Most of these people were... Even anth- Anthony Mackey. Well, think of... I mean, he was known... Anthony but- Mackey wasn't re- really well-known. Chris Evans wasn't really well-known when he was hired. Chris Hemsworth, that was like his second role... Yeah. ...for an American film. Robert Downey Jr. was a drug addict that no one would hire. Yep. You know, he was clean at the time, but he was he was damaged goods. Like, no, 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 no one's going to hire... Well, Samuel L. L. now is Jackson just like, was... Well, Samuel Jackson was the biggest thing, and he and wasn't. Scarlett and nobody Johansson. knew. Even Scarlett Johansson wasn't a really big time actress. Yeah. She was famous, but she wasn't. She wasn't this
1: at that time. Yeah, no, yeah. she wasn't really. She
0: was. She wasn't a her own draw. No, mm-hmm. no one was going to a film. Well, no one goes to a film to see anybody anymore. Um, I mean, hell, you get all the way to Mickey Rourke. Was like, yeah, right, Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Um, because the wrestler was after that, wasn't it? Or was it just before? It was like before like he, he was hit just But I think before. he was hired before the wrestler was released. Yeah. So he was hired by by the it wasn't there the point where they're like, Oh, we'll just go get Marshallah Ali, who has an Oscar and like two nominations, to play Blade for God's sakes, because <laughs> Wesley Snipes was busy. Um or too old. Yeah. Or they didn't want to work with him. But even um Um Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Someone who was highly acclaimed actor but not someone who was this explosive box office person. Mm-hmm. Um so they've they've kind of gone through that. I don't, I don't I guess John Krasinski and Emily Blunt can fill that role. But I still we'll have, uh, you
1: know Rain Wilson do the uh Human Torch. God no. Rain Wilson. John Krasinski. Oh. Rain Wilson
0: no. from the off. No, no. Well, anyways, we'll get uh get Steve Carell. My, you might as well have. It'll be the really know, thing. No, no, I'll, you know It'll be the, saying, thing. Would, no, no, no. be the thing. No, you use Steve Carell as the voice of Herbie.
1: Ooh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> we can do all of his lines in a day. That's good. Mm. I like that. You know he's throwing it. That's what she said in there somewhere. That's what she said. Um well, who, who would you put as the Fantastic Four?
0: Whoever they hire. <laughs> I you, I no, but I I always hate that thing cuz you're always picking people that are like Oh, I see them as this. They need to hire Emily Blunt as as Sue Storm. And then when they hire somebody else, we're like, no. Yeah, so many people were pissed off that Brie Larson was hired because we were led to believe for a year because we got this covered dot com confirmed over and over again that Emily Blunt was going to play Captain Marvel. So I could see them doing the X-Men virtual unknowns. I think everybody you do from now is virtual. Because what do you care? You could literally put a piece of poo in a cape and say it's a Marvel film. Like, I'm gonna go check that out on opening weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gonna go see what that is. Isn't Cap- you know that what you're saying? That's the Eternal Sense. Captain No, because Angelina Jolie's in it.
0: But even then, when's the last time you saw Angelina Jolie on the screen? What's the last she's, role that anybody she's remembers? She's done her from? a lot of her own like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I think.
1: <laughs> no, she's oh. done she's done a lot of her own films. Like
0: what, what's the last film you can remember anybody saying, I saw her in this? When's the last time she had a film? She's a star. I know she produced that one with the the POWs that she thought she was going to win an Oscar for, and they didn't. Uh, I can't. I can't think Mr. of the last Smith, film.
1: Smith, yeah. Oh, she's acted since. I know she <laughs> Mr. has. Smith is like
0: twenty years old.
1: Maleficent. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's there true. You
0: <laughs> there you go. The genre movie there. Maleficent. I mean, she and the sequel to it. It's just been out recently. Um, she's also misunderstood Maleficent. That's what the, that's what they should have called those movies.
1: Yeah, uh, she did the voice wanted. in. She was in Wanted too. She did the voice in Kung Fu Panda wanted.
0: Three. Uh, she was a tigress by the sea. So basically, outside of playing Melissa, she hasn't done a live action role in years since the Tourist in two thousand ten. Oh my God, the Tourist! There she is. She's in Eternals because she did. She was doing Kung Fu Panda. Then she did Maleficent, and then By the Sea, Kung Fu oh, Panda. What was Kung Fu Panda? That's a different movie. <laughs> Kung Fu <Pooh> Panda. <laughs> and I remember what story I saw. There was some comedian that was attached. And then she did a short film. Yes, yeah, she um, did. <laughs> there was some kind of comedian that someone said should be in a Marvel film, and everyone was like, that's not the type of person that would be in a Marvel film. And I'm like, Kumail Ninjani is in Eternals, and he is ripped. Like, straight up, I swear there's something, it's, it's like a pill. There's, well those, those trainers. It, there's a I don't even think it's the trainers anymore. I really think that Disney has designed this thing. It's just a little potion, and you get it, and you're immediately ripped. And they just do that because it's like, look, you have to be ripped in this film. We want everybody to want to have sex with you. Here you go. Drink this. So, and then when so you our lie, goal is to be cast in a Marvel movie. Then. Dude, everybody is. That's. The, I mean, hell, Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher kind of joked that being cast in Force Awakens saved their lives because yeah. <laughs> they were forced to work out. Probably did mm-hmm. it for Billy D. Well, Billy D. Well, Billy D. Can't work out that much because his legs are shot. Yeah, or Billy mm-hmm. D. Um, so Owen Wilson is going to be not a good color to put him in. <laughs> That was I was that was maddening. I'm like, really? They, Either come up with a new. Why are you going back to his first one? You, you tie had to solo. But why tie it to solo? He's changed so much. Solo. he's in blue in Cloud City, and now all of a sudden he's in the the. He's got the yellow and the stripe over him. The blue On was at the cleaners, and all day, he had
1: left was the yellow. That man
0: has more Dang. than a, no. That guy's wardrobe cannot be at a. All of it can be at a. No, cleaner's. it's all the same shirt. Okay, well, first it's of just... all, he couldn't fit into the same outfit that he was in solo.
1: Um, That's what, what I mean.
0: So speaking of anybody jumping into MCU, Owen Wilson's going to be in Loki wow. series. Wow. wow! I just can't imagine who they're going to make him in Loki. That He's just going to be wow. That's it.
1: Captain Wow. He's going to be Captain
0: Wow. Every, every time. He's just Loki. No, it's Loki, right? Yeah. So just make him Owen Wilson. That's what I thought. I was <laughs> Loki just that. picks him up like uh, I want to have him around. It's like look at the look at the cosmic cube. Wow. Because at first I thought, well, maybe they'll make look at the hammer. Wow. I thought at first maybe they'll make him the Sentry, and then I realized it was going to be Loki. Wow. No. And I was like, no, they won't
1: be. They won't waste that. It would be that. funny if if uh, it's Loki being Owen Wilson. Like <sighs> he has. They he's trying to hide, so he's like, oh, well, okay, what's like it, what, when he did the goes cabinet. through like a celebrity. Well, yeah. Well, whom,
0: the, no, when he's he's playing. Um, when he's as uh, as uh, Odin. Yeah. You know, he has... he's Anthony Popkins is playing Loki, and then, and then you had the the play. Right. <laughs> Who was... was uh, Matt, Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon, Damon, Matt was, Matt Damon was Was Matt Damon Loki? I think so, okay. yes.
1: His brother... Is, is Thor. Is Thor. It's or no, Sam. it's Chris Hemsworth. It's the fourth Hemsworth brother. Yes, yeah. the older Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Yeah, yes, the Hemsworth play. brother
0: was Thor, and oh. then Sam Neill was Odin. Yeah. The first time I saw that, I'm like, God, he's... That's Sam Neill. (laughs) What's up, Dr. Grant? I haven't seen you in a while. I forget who...
1: What's it called? uh, That those the only three you saw? Yes. No, there was... um, What's her face? Jamie Jamie Alexander's character. Oh, Sif? Sif. Sif. They had Sif in there, but she wasn't credited. I forget who it was, though. It was somebody... She runs off really quick when it goes to a wide shot. Like she yelled I something. Out of, I don't think
0: any of them credited in the in the
1: but, official uh, credits, are they? I don't think so. I don't think they. Maybe are. Maybe not. But uh, it's just like it's Brad another. Pitt's not it's another pretty big uh, actress that plays Sif in that in that theater scene. It was funny. Poor Sif.
0: Let's just look up uh, Sif's Thor love theater love and, scene. Love and Thor. Love and thunder. Love and Thor. Love and thunder. Well, Sif, you know she's out of her contract now with Blindspot to to come back to the MCU. Love, love and, and Thunder. As, that's what I just said. I hope yeah. he's th- well, first I said Love and, Thor. <laughs> love <laughs> and, and then Thor. Love and Thunder. And I love every one of the things. Like they're gonna do the entire Jane Foster fo- saga in that film. Like the entire Jane Foster saga is like 40 issues. <laughs> that's not happening. Um, who do you wh- who do you think Owen Wilson could be? Owen Wilson. I mean, just looking at Owen Wilson, you know, and knowing Loki. Shanghai Knights. They're just going to remake Shanghai Knights with Loki as Jackie Chan. (laughs) Wow. 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 (laughs) Loki Um, will be invading the American Museum of Natural History and Loki's cowboy character. You know, speaking of... And Hank Azera's Roman soldier will save him. And speaking of invading the natural history, uh, we forgot to talk about National Treasure 3. Nope, we didn't forget to talk about it. (laughs) No, we did not. Uh, How am I not in that movie? You are. Oh, okay. I have to sell my Temple of the Forbidden Eye in my backyard. <laughs> what you doing, Ethan? Trying to figure out who that fourth person is. Um. To <laughs> see, when he says that, you have to look up and go, taking one last look at my friends. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of Marvel freak. There's a lot of MC or Marvel in this. Yay! Because. <Chico> <laughs> <Paul>. <laughs> A bubble freak. We also saw some test footage of Spider-Man flying over what will be the DCU. Yeah, or DCU. we saw that the on, DC. <laughs> We saw that on the Imagineering story, like yeah, well, they, six they, weeks ago. Yeah, but they were <laughs> just throwing. They were <laughs> he was just being
1: shot out of like a cannon. That's or, yeah. what <laughs> it
0: is, and they said that's exactly what it was for for Spider-Man.
1: But now they showed him kind of. trying... No, but he's going to be animatronic swinging. and actually like swing in with the leg up and everything. Did you guys
0: not see what I saw? Because that's exactly what that is was. It? Was to try and make sure that he could do. Basically, the split V going forward with his mm. hands down, as if, you know, when he goes when he goes straight, he has his arms straight, he shoots the web out, and then he pulls himself to shoot himself up into the air. The legs come mm. out in a in a cheerleader V, and the hands go down between the knees. But this showed and other poses too. Yeah, that's what's in there, right? But in the Imagineering, they didn't have the Spidey costume on it, so it just looked like some. They literally said test it was dummy. for Spidey. It looked like it's just a test dummy, just. Or maybe through. I'm the smartest person in the world because as soon as I saw it, I'm like, "That's Spider-Man." I don't. Know, I gotta look at it again. Um, but it looked kind of cool. Yeah, because it's Disney shooting a freaking dummy across the, between that and the drones that they'll fly at night over uh, over Galaxy's Edge, those are some good ideas. Well, I I them to shoot Spidey over Galaxy's Edge, just to screw everything up. Well, they speaking take of people Edge, out of context. They no am I want to figure out if he's gonna see, he's gonna find this before the end of the show. But what are we, keep at? Going, what are we so at? What are we at? What are we at? What time are we at? How long 10, have we been recording?
1: I don't know. If he is on the wrong page. Forty-four, 44 minutes. minutes.
0: Okay, so you still have an hour and fifteen minutes to go. <laughs> 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 um, of Galaxy's Edge. C-3PO was out with R2D2. They had some Ewoks there, and because they did an 80s night recently, and they had for 80s night they had. Uh, they didn't have that at Galaxy's Edge, did they? The Ewoks, yeah, because if you have that there, that breaks the the timeline. Well, C three PO was there. That makes sense. C three PO is C three PO and RTD. Do I don't know if the Ewoks were actually in because I Bat thought two. they set up. I thought they set up a speed speeder bike. Well, The speeder uh, bike thing was there. Yeah, yeah, that that was in Tomorrowland. Was okay, it? yeah, that was in Tomorrowland. Yeah. So were the Ewoks. Um, they also had Ducktales woo. and like uh, Roger was that? Rabbit came out. Woo, you so said Ducktales. Yeah, the well, no, the thing. first time you didn't have. It was just like woo. But it was cool that they had C three PO there. I'm wondering if C three PO is going to be coming. I've never understood why they didn't have C three PO in R two D two as one of the. That seemed to me the easiest thing to do as one of the one of the um, characters, uh, character meet and greets, yeah. no matter where you did it, because then you that's one of the ones you could have moved. Yeah, because it's you know. Well, they have like three or four costume different costume changes for Ray, for the yeah. different actresses that come out. Um. Where's, a, where's the where's the Podammer on one? Speaking of a costume change, Scarlett Johansson. Now that she's no longer going to be Black Widow, <laughs> it's very possible that she may be uh, picking up the role. She's of... in Black Widow in like two months. Oh, okay, after and I'm that, I'm sure I'm sure there'll be Black Widow two, Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> R- Russian Boogaloo. Everything becomes <laughs> because thing if that's successful, wouldn't you do another one? Sure. Before Civil War ends and the other one starts or whatever. Because yeah. isn't this like right after Civil War? Yes. Yeah. That's why John Hurt looks weirdly younger. At some point. I swear that shot is de aged. And the first time I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, because this takes place in the 80s. And then I remember like, no, it doesn't. It takes no. place right after Civil War. They have they but he's in there twice. He they have they have old Thunderbolt and younger Thunderbolt. So Um No, Scarlett Johansson is in talks to Play the role of Audrey. Where did this come from? Where, where? Like all of a sudden, in the past three weeks, everyone's like, "A Little Shop of horror should be the biggest thing that's ever happened. (laughs) This movie is like forty years old because it's on Broadway and it's been doing amazing on Broadway. Yeah, it's a Broadway show. Matter of fact, that's That's what it was. And they did a movie, and they did a movie that apparently was so bad to Steve Martin, he refused to be credited for it. Mm -hmm. Rick Moranis was in it, and he said, "Hey, I spent all my honey. I shrunk the kids' money. I honey, I shrunk my bank account. Need to do something else." Wasn't this before that? No, it was after. I remember right, it was after. Because this was like 87, 88. It was definitely after Ghostbusters. I thought it was after. Oh, it was How definitely after Ghostbusters, kids, too.
1: No. I think it was before. It's
0: amazing thing, Rick Moranis was such a such a huge person. That, uh, okay, that so
1: maybe I was thinking it was somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> because she's not that big. You have a Charlotte that's, Mikado. That's, that's hurtful. very hurtful. That, that big. Did you think she was fat? No. Oh, is that what it was? was, was she she's not that big? That's her. That's actor Sif in the Thor Ragnarok movie. Yep. There
0: you go. That was totally worth it. I well, paid her, off. Her most, she's most known for Childhood's End and Peace. Uh, please Like Me and Camp. <laughs> well, okay then. Exactly. That's impressive. You could actually read that. <laughs> Without my glasses, but you sitting right next eye to eye me. Eye. Um Yes, Little Shopper Horrors is in the super revival of hey, kids are just discovering it. It's about a man-eating plant. Well, you've heard that Mean Girls became a a musical. Him a musical, and now it's going to become a musical movie. It's <laughs> good. It's the first movie everybody th- realizes. Little Shop of Horrors was a play first, right? Yes. That's oh a, yeah. Okay. And there was a movie done before the. There was a movie done in like the fifties of it. No, that's called Invasion of the Body Snatchers. No, it, I, it's called Day of the Dead, or whatever that first zombie movie was. Um, uh, but, but people people dead, also maybe. don't really realize most people don't realize is that scarlett johansson can actually sing she has, actually has a band most people don't realize that she's dating colin jost from saturday night live and yes, calls him the still. love of her life her hosting thing was weird because she was all over him like yes. i met the love of my life here and this is like you're gonna be divorced in six months he's colin jost for god's sakes i think he's funny but most people find him find him terrible i well, so the, the second show the drake show. Got a new costume. Not not Drake. But the, 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 the Drake. The Drake should get a new costume. It's called a prison jumpsuit. <laughs> I have weird rhymes, but I'm Canadian, so people don't think i a predator on little girls. But, man, that chick from Stranger Things has been in my house in my bedroom for a while. <laughs> she calls me for, for uh, And my advice to her is, advice. no, don't date any white guys. Come check out Drake. I have a Canadian penis. What's up? So, Tim Drake... The character From that they have screwed <laughs> up. In DC Comics, Robin, Tim Drake. Robin, not Robin, Red <laughs> Ro- Robin, Red Robin, never a Robin, and then Red Robin again.
1: Red Robin. And
0: now the Drake. And then the Drake. He got shot in the head and he forgot what his name was. I loved it. I loved what Sebastian put on there. By the way, he'll be here tomorrow for the Super Bowl party. Uh,
1: there's a tattoo for you. Uh, no, you put on there. Let's talk
0: about our party. There.
1: <laughs> so wait, he doesn't come for the podcast, but he comes for a Super Bowl party.
0: Dude, wouldn't you come for the
1: party instead of the
0: podcast? <laughs> we, should, we should all of a sudden have the podcast set
1: up and like, oh, surprise. <laughs> yeah, and he walks in and walks back out. This, this is not what I signed up for, guys. Dude, he would totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> he would. And that's exactly what he would say.
0: Nope, not what I signed up for. Um, Tim Drake as a new costume. This costume's pretty cool. This costume looks like he works at Taco Bell. <laughs> but you want nacho fries and a chalupa? My name does. is Tim Drake. But he's kind of he's he's, he's his name is the Drake. Stupid.
1: <laughs> the Drake.
0: This is where DC's like we have 43 Robins and then we decided to excise like half of them. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie Brown was never a Robin. Tim Drake was never a Robin. Even though in Batman number 1 in New 52, he said he's a Robin when they have the scene with, with Bruce the and Dick and, and Damon. Jason and Damien and, and, and it's like, Oh, my family of Robins. And then they're like, no, no, he was never a Robin. <sighs> well, <sighs> did, but didn't he also play red Robin in, uh, not the version of Titans for the new 52, but, um, <laughs> he was rocking Robin for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he was also uh he was also the caretaker for the house that Magnum P.I. was staying in. Robin's house. Nope. That one didn't work. Mr. <laughs> was it Mr. Robin? <laughs> no. it was just Robin, because remember the car said Robin on it. Yeah. But it was uh Higgins was the, yeah, caretaker. Higgins <laughs> was the caretaker. Higgins was taking care of Robin's house. Yes. Yeah, he was he was he was Higgins' boss. Yes. Alright. We'll um, fix that in post. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're leaving that one. Because <laughs> people are going, Magnum what? It's that show that's on with the, the Hispanic guy now. Yeah. On, like, Saturdays. And Higgins is a girl now. Gotta put that romantic Hello tension in there. <laughs> you know it doesn't have any romantic tension? The last Star Wars movie.
1: <laughs> that kiss comes out of nowhere.
0: There's, there's no love story there. And then they're like, hey, wait, there is a love story. It's very weird,
1: because you realize there's no love story in it. Love
0: I story in always, love always story.
1: thought of it as... It was just pent-up passion. We just defeated the Emperor. Let's get busy? Yep.
0: (laughs) So she's going to be forever disappointed because he disappears right after it. Oh, it's like a a total metaphor. It's okay. It's like, oh, I got what I wanted. I'm out.
1: (laughs) Hey, you know. That's the mic drop. In the last movie, you know, she sees him with his shirt off a a whole lot. Yeah, she sees him with his shirt
0: off once. It says put a
1: shirt on because he's been swallowed. He looks weird. Well, she can't really say like she likes him likes him right then and there yes, because last each Jedi each <laughs> is elementary school
0: I can't tell him
1: I like him like him here let me like, pass
0: you a note the I next time if, you come in fact uh, if we go on the playground and Ben says hi to me I'm gonna say no like, I
1: don't know no you anymore. see because he was a bad boy that she changed into a good guy it's what all women want <laughs> yeah, right excited he is about this <laughs> 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 and it, this is what all women
0: want well then why don't you become a, a bad, bad boy? boy? Yeah,
2: inconceivable. Let's see
0: you, let's see you become an outlaw. Can you imagine me as a bad boy? No, <laughs> exactly. You couldn't make a decision to be a bad boy. Well, no, I can't see him as a bad boy because I can't see either Martin Lawrence or Will Smith as partners. So, speaking of which, that's what the new Nacho Fries commercial is about. I don't know if it's about. I think they just did my. Oh no, I think I thought they did Miami because <laughs> I, it's in the Super Bowl. Remember yeah. that time when you used to see Super Bowl commercials during the Super Bowl? Yeah. Instead of seeing all of them? I saw the John Cena commercial today. Don't you remember last John year? John Cena commercials? bizarre. Last year when Arabella's Nacho Prize commercial was supposed we to have, be? Why don't we have the... <laughs> we That's
1: have to write a... these down so we can put them on. Well, for that the one just show. came
0: out of nowhere. <laughs> um, so speaking of Star Wars... <laughs> Did we finish what the... What the hell was that? That was
1: my stomach.
0: Wow. Did we what? we didn't finish the <laughs> shop of horrors, did we? Oh yeah. We
1: were talking about it, and then it went we off on. We said Scarlett a Johansson. Uh-huh. I
0: forget uh-huh. who was the, who's the guy that was, uh, that they said that they
1: Tegar and Ed- Egerton. Yeah. Who? Tegar 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 Tegarian. <laughs> no, he's not. He's Tegarian not the. King's he's not
0: the. He, Tigerian? <laughs> Tigerian? Yeah, he's not the Tigerian? king of Tigerian? North Landing or whatever. Terran Did just Terran? It's yes. Terran Edgerton. I thought there was a G in there somewhere. Nope. No? That's in his last name. It's in his just- last <laughs> name. Aaron Edgerton is his last name. I love how you shrug your shoulders like people can see you. <laughs> Turn my palms up and shrug my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. We
1: need one that says, oh, Ethan. <laughs> That's what that button is. <laughs> oh, Ethan. Um...
0: remember where the the thread was going i'm not sure what we were supposed to talk about with little shop of horrors other than scarlett johansson might be in it and she probably won't because she's gonna want 20 million dollars and there's no way that's that's half the budget of that picture oh totally i just want steve martin to be in it <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what's the last thing steve martin's done steve martin retired from acting yeah he retired from every well uh, no i think he still does stand up does he i think he because he went on he did a show with martin short that'd be a good show that was just it, it, like a one time thing. It was like a one time thing. I think he's still writing and stuff like that. It would be hilarious to have Steve Martin, who refused to be credited for what he thought was going to be a terrible role in a terrible film that became a cult classic, be a character in the remake of Little Shop of Horrors. Be and the, not be credited. <laughs> no, be the dentist again. No, no. Don't be the dentist. Just be something else. That's like, make him the flower. Ooh, make him the, somebody else. The owner of the flower shop. Yeah, the owner of the flower shop. He should totally be the owner of the flower shop. That'd be awesome. If I if I'm if I'm the producer, I'm going to like I'm begging you, or just having be the guest spot of the guy that uh, wants to to do the uh, Audrey Twos, you know, as a as a uh, national thing, whatever it is, just give him a small role that he can basically shoot in a day or two days, or giving Bill Murray's or have him in. Um, oh yeah, if, if he was if he was the patient, yes, because <laughs> I don't think Bill Murray's credited in that film either. I don't think so. I think both of them mm-hmm. are uncredited. Bill Murray's weird. But give him the role of the patient. That'd be interesting. That would be cool. That would be interesting. Make Bill Murray the dentist. <laughs> well, if I no, had the money, if I had the money and I found if I knew somebody who would know Bill Murray, because that's basically the only way you can get him in a film now, to have Bill Murray be the dentist. Well, he's already yeah, he did uh Could you have him could you imagine him singing? Because he, he did the movie with Scarlett Johansson already. Um, a million years ago, a yes. Million years ago, yes. That's not the name of the movie. <laughs> Lost in Translation. Yes. That's the first Scarlett Johansson, Johansson movie we saw. And I remember going to work after that and talking to a co-worker. And I said, I think I just fell in love. And I'm not like, she's so hot or whatever. She was just like yeah. perfect. She was so good in that film.
1: But you said that about Jennifer Lawrence too, so.
0: No, I didn't. I never oh. had that reaction to Jennifer Lawrence. It was yeah. Emma Stone.
1: No, it wasn't Emma Stone either. No, Jennifer Lawrence was like your thing for a little while too.
0: I don't know. Well, about about, no. See, that's the thing. Scarlett Johansson wasn't my thing. What I was talking about is, like, I saw that film, and not that she isn't beautiful or anything. It wasn't like, oh my god, she's so hot. It really was like, I really liked the whole thing together. You know, what's like, the one mm-hmm. she did with um, Jim Carrey? She did with Jim Carrey. Yes. Something of a spotless mind. That wasn't
1: Scarlett. That was Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Who was that? Somebody who wasn't was uh, Kate Winslet, I think.
0: Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, that was not a Jim Carrey film, was it?
1: Yeah, Sunshine of the Sunshine Mind. of a Spotless Mind. I
0: don't think that's right either. I don't think Spotless Mind. Maybe it is. Um, my turn. As Chris so, looks up, yeah. but Targaryen, as you call him, Eternal uh, Sunshine. Of a Mind. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. There you go. Um. Was Rocket? He he played Elton John in Rocket Man. Yeah. Fantastic singer. That is, it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: He's it's, on the, he's on the
0: poster and everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who's the girl? It's Kate Winslet. Oh, Kate Winslet. Oh, Kate Winslet. Okay. I
0: knew it. Kate Winslet. Elijah Wood's in that. Yeah. That was, a, was Mark Ruffalo in that, too. Yes, he is. David that, Cross? That was a good movie. Kristen Dunst? Such a depressing movie. But it's it's very, very depressing, but it's a good movie. bunch of people have okay. never heard um, of it. No, I'm still, uh, I'm still I, shocked uh, that uh, Elijah Wood did the voice of the dude in Resistance. The only <laughs> thing I would say about the casting of of the the role of, um. Oh my God! I lost his name now.
1: I just want uh. The plant.
0: No, who's who gonna be who's gonna be the plant? James Earl Jones.
1: John Lovitz. Drake. <laughs>
0: You're too old for me. Get out of here. You want some advice? <laughs> Come to my hotel room. Um, Take your shoes and shirt off and sit on my bed. So we we talked about Star Wars comic book. <laughs> just gave up. <laughs> just <Steve>. gave up. <laughs> <laughs> just totally, just totally gave up. <laughs> I'm cashing in on that one. Um, so we we talked about what is his name. Uh, Seymour, yeah, that's what it was. Feed me, Seymour. Yeah, Seymour's a very dorky Slightly character. S- M- yeah, Darren Edgerton. Oh, I guess he could play dorky. Kind of plays a dork for half a second in Kingsman. Well, I mean, he he does what do you know, kind of dorky, and uh, Elton John or that's Elton John and no, that's rock that's, that's not dorky. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get over that. Um, so we um, we talked about, about Star, Star Wars, Wars comic that. book getting rebooted coming in oh. after empire strikes back on uh, the oh mission yeah. to figure out why the hell luke skywalker doesn't go <laughs> go directly back to yoda and why boba fett doesn't go to, J- to java's palace immediately so we've got two issues now and we have two issues and spoiler- they tell you they tell you yes there's spoiler alert and the second issue they tell you hey or maybe it's in the first boba fett didn't make it to java's palace yet <laughs> That's so the first that. issue, and then the second one is, and they did a go story str- for another time. But they also didn't go directly to, well, the fleet wasn't just sitting there out in the open for a rendezvous. The fleet, the fleet is dispersed. So I actually really liked that because it does fall in line with what happens in the Battlefront novel, yes, that Alexander Freed wrote four years ago, in which the the what happens after Hoth is the rebels just get scattered to the right. winds, and. They basically go they're back all to being on their, cells. So like they're, they're, yeah, they're all on their own. Yeah. And nobody really knows where Mon Mothma is. Nobody really knows where Leia is. Because even the direct aftermath of Hoth that you see in the film is Leia, Leia's out of contact with everybody for what we're assuming is months. Correct. Because, you know, Luke doesn't learn to be a Jedi in 48 hours. Um, so <coughs> the, the comic does pick up on that thread of the idea of we're not exactly sure where everybody is. We think all the the standard rendezvous points are compromised, and it's going to take some time to reform to a point where we can go attack the Death Star once we find out that it exists. Mm-hmm. And then the second thread is the the cliffhanger of the second issue, which is there's something left on Bespin, and it's not just Luke's hand, but it's also his lightsaber, and we see somebody grab the lightsaber in the, the, the idea that... Um, Lando and Luke go to do something. And there's there's two reasons I actually really like that. One, they mention in a much later time in Rise of Skywalker that Lando and Luke do go on the mission to Pasana. Lando's helping him try and track down this Jedi hunter. Right. <coughs> right. But in the old Marvel comics, there's a very long thread of Luke and Lando trying to find Han Solo uh, because they the Marvel comics didn't know where he was going. I mean, they knew he was going to go back to Java. But they didn't know what the the thing was going to be, and we probably told by Lucasfilm you can't show him show up on Tatooine, right? You know you're not allowed to do that. So there's a story that's in the middle. It's one of my favorites because I had I had the first issue of it for the longest time, and I didn't have the second, and I didn't know how the hell it ended. But it's Luke and Lando following Bosk and Dengar, thinking that they have a line onto Boba Fett, and they can find Boba Fett and find Han. So when Lando suggests to Luke in in issue two. Nobody knows Bespin better than I do. So you and I let's let's go there and find your lightsaber. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool because those those are some of my favorite stories when I was a kid with that with those issues. And I'm going, this is awesome. But it was when as soon when you you sent me, you better grab them before you get it spoiled. So I ran out and grabbed them, and as soon as I opened the first page, and it and it starts with Luke losing his hand, I yeah. went, I know what the spoiler is. It's, it's the saber. It's hard not to say anything, but it was, I was at the, uh, I was at the shop out here on Wednesday and I had picked it up at, at my store on Tuesday, but I hadn't read it yet. And someone had mentioned, he's like, Oh, did you see the end of star Wars two? And like, stop right there. And he's like, but it's don't. Well, I can't imagine. Don't. And I knew it wanted, he wanted to say something like, I can't believe that's where they're going to tell that story right. or we're finally going to get that story or whatever. Like, finally, we've only known that it existed since 2015. Um, so I made sure that, you know, like, you know, go home and flip through the pages, and I was like, oh, that's cool. So I guess that's going to be it. And At it's first, not, it's not going to be The Mandalorian. <laughs> well, see, and then as I'm re- going through the first comic, and I'm already realized that's what it's going to get, be by the second comic, I'm thinking now the spoiler, or now it's trying to figure out who's the character that's going to have it or grab it. And Whether I thought we know or I thought maybe they would do the Mandalorian, because yeah. he he would be he would be working as a bounty hunter then at that time too. Yeah, but it's also you wouldn't necessarily have him on Bespin. True, because you might because of the bounty. You know, well, nobody bounty hunter. Yeah, but the thing is, is nobody knows that's where Han is. Right. That you you imagine well, yeah. the Empire only hired those five bounty hunters. Right. You know they they're not like broadcasting it across everybody and going like hey. There's a, there's a second bounty on on Han, and then when you see that it is a, for all intents and purposes, spoiler, a Jedi cloaked doesn't well, necessarily so it mean it's a Jedi. Other people wear cloaks too. Well, yeah, but even the way You're they even, did, even the way they did the word bubbles was kind of like a ghostly type thing. That's not he's not saying anything. Oh no, I guess he's thinking it. He's not thinking anything either because they it's did the, the word bu- they, no they did the word bubbles for him. In light blue with uh, a, lo- a dotted liner as the word bubble. He doesn't say anything. He does. I'm to go get your issue because he doesn't say and anything. And when I first saw the hand, it, it was a gloved hand, and I thought, you know, because I read it last night, and I was like, I'm sitting there after I read it thinking, you know, what gloved? You know, I'm like, they didn't, they wouldn't make it where it's Anakin, would they? You know, like the ghost of Anakin. Uh. I was like, well, that would kind of explain why he's Anakin, younger Anakin Anakin's, when you see him in Jedi. But that's, Anakin's not dead. Oh, no, I know. Then I thought, because I've been trying to avoid anything online about it, then I thought they were really not going to do Ezra. Not and do Ezra, Ezra. grabbed not, it from the world it's between not, worlds. It's, it, that's a funny story to tell. I don't think anyone's allowed to touch Ezra. Who do you think it'd be? I don't think it's anybody we know. No? No. Oh. Then part of me thought, and I know you're going to hate this Dash movie. Rendar. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that too. Did you? Yep. Because that's a character you can use that EU that people will go like, oh my God. Right. Han Solo and Han Solo were in the same place at the same time. And one of them got frozen. Well, that's right. Because I saw, you know, just it, it's a glove, it's a solid glove on a hand. And I thought that would Again, be an interesting, wear gloves. that would be an interesting character to do because General you can retell Hux. his story. And he is, that's when he re- really makes his first Snow. appearances between those two. We already know Stokes. We already know Stokes' story. Yeah, he's the stormtrooper who gets his hand ba- head banged on the Death Star. He's just, he just he, he's up. he's a clone that you know. But who is he clone of? Dun 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 dun. Apparently that stormtrooper. Apparently he's just like ooh shiny. Apparently, oh, when shiny. Palpatine decided to make him, he just like threw six of them in a vat in a vat together. No, those are all the leftovers. He was saving space. He took the other ones out of the vats. And put them together. Do you think that that. Those were feeling him or keeping him alive? No, but I do think he should have said Kalima when they had
2: the... <laughs>
0: kalima, kalima! That's all I could think of the second and third time I saw it, when the, the Sith followers who get obliterated later start chanting. <laughs> you just think of Molaram, Kalima! But it does look like they, they are going to break oh. up the group with Leia trying to get back to... Yes, well, that's it makes a very interesting stories You can't just tell yeah. that the and then, Hon- yeah, then it's Luke, a good and start. Luke. I mean, it's a good start for where it is, and it gives you something that's. It's just like the end of the first one, where you're like, "Oh, Luke's actually going to meet Vader much earlier than Empire." Yeah, that was well, that pissed Travis off. Oh, it did. He meets him like six it, times. I pissed a lot. <laughs> <of> it. <laughs> it's like, boy, he he runs into Luke all the time, <laughs> and he doesn't find out until after the Battle of Hoth. Dude, I, I blew someone's mind. We were talking about Empire and we were uh, we were talking about Rise of Skywalker and Empire and everything. And it was like untold stories or whatever. And I said, the story that I want, the real life story I want is, who the hell did Lucas think is the other? Yeah. And he was like, what do you mean? It's Leia. And I said, no, no, you think it's Leia because he was younger. I said, you think it's Leia because you've always been told it's Leia. Mm-hmm. That film came out in 1980. He wrote the first draft of Return of the Jedi like in 1981. And he's, mul- he's mentioned multiple times. The only time he ever came up with the fact that Leia was his sister was when he wrote himself into a corner with Luke under the gantryway in the throne room, refusing to fight Vader. And he has said, I need a way to get Vader to get him out. And uh, offering up the idea that I-, I don't have to corrupt you. I can corrupt your sister. That's the way to do it. And Leia's the sister. So an empire, when it was written and when it was released, she's not his sister. Who the hell is the other? Whoa. <laughs> Wait, is that true? I'm like, yeah, that's not. And I said, it's probably the same case of like, you know, what a lot of other writers do. They just write some things. Like, I'll, I'll pick it up later. Yeah, I'll figure and it out. And then I mentioned, you know, like Brian K. Vaughn said that about loss. Like, people would just drop, you know, things into the story because they knew. I'm not gonna write for all the seasons that we have. Somebody can pick it up. Well, that's and then he JJ. said, "Wait, wait, Brian Vaughn wrote for for Lost." I'm like, yeah, he wrote the third season. Like, he was he was one of the main writers in the third season. Whoa, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> well, it's just JJ with the whole lightsaber thing with Moz. You know, yeah, but, it's something where you, you can get them, li- and, and that's easy thing because you're picking up a thread from something else, and you're just like, it's the saber because I need to use that saber because everything has to be connected, right? And then it gives them a piece to be like oh that's what the story is going to be somewhere else it's the death star you know like that where do we get the death star plans how was there how is the is the is the, is the there this this flaw yeah and then 40 years later you're like the flaw was engineered into it because the person who helped build it is a rebel sympathizer because his family is dead you know that sort of thing it's like those little things that you can kind of pick up and we just happen to be like the guy who was sitting in that chair was sick that day the actor was and now we just make it krennic's chair. krennic's <laughs> And then, yeah, I mean... Like, the super laser was fired, like, 16 times before it blew up Alderaan. <laughs> it was way tested way before Alderaan. You do? I mean, in the in the EU it was, too, when that Death Star novel came out. Uh-huh. Steve Perry's novel came out. It was, what was it? It was, like, Kessel or something, wasn't it? I think so. Didn't they fire it on Kessel? They, they fired it at Kessel? Uh, and, uh, might have an I just I just found that book. I was like, I'm going to flip through this and figure out. Because I was thinking, like, I know they shoot at least one other planet. And I think it's the same thing. They don't, like, blow up the planet. They just, like, yeah. scorch the Earth or whatever. Like Jetta, Scarab, Alderaan. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, we get uh, this is for a little test. We're gonna really f up Alderaan. Um, yeah, the Star Wars novel. Uh, so, right, speaking of Rise of the Resistance, it is. It's in its final Star weekend Star of release. Well, I imagine some theaters probably hold on to it. What did I say? Rise of, Rise of the Resistance. See, oh. Rise of the Resistance doesn't make any sense. With the film, and nothing that they've given you up until this point with Rise of Skywalker seemed to make sense with the film because it everything that I read was like the first order became the government of the galaxy within a day, yeah, and now they're like, no, no, we need this whole fleet because we're just really small, we're not a real empire yet, and Rise of the Resistance, is, no one came at any point, we didn't have anybody new. I'm like, I got four freaking novels in between that are all people that are came in. It wasn't until the second time I saw it I realized Wedge is in is in the Falcon. Yeah, which makes sense because the first time I when I first saw it, I'm like, "Why is Wedge in another ship? I just read the book. He joins the resistance again." And the second time, I'm like, "Well, okay, he just jumps into the Falcon with with Chewie and Lando." Yeah, but that made me mad. I was like, "Why didn't they shoot a scene of him like going under the ramp? Mm-hmm. That would have been cool. I could use a little bit more Dennis Lawson." Uh it's not hard to go wait, to England. And he choose. doesn't come. He leaves the resistance after Spark of the Rebellion or Spark of the Resistance. He and. They don't leave. And Wedge's, yeah, and, and not Wedge's, but um, um, snaps. snaps' mom leave. They they join for a little bit, but then they leave. They go out and they say, well, we're going to go out and do our thing. Maybe we'll find some people. Yeah, okay. I don't remember that. I and then that, that's him. why they went back and, to get them. Um, Palpatine says the name what the name of the movie should have been. Return of the Sith. Yeah, but you already had Revenge of the Sith. She also had Return of the Jedi. Could have had Return of the Sith that's two reasons why you shouldn't do it. You already have a return of and a revenge of. Well, There's then why there. would you have rise or how about rise of the Sith? Yeah. It should have been Duel of the Fates. It um, should have been. Well, they the don't, whole, they whole don't time, rise at the end, so The whole time we were watching it, I'm thinking <sighs> you know, the scroll comes I mean, they, when the scroll comes up, I was just, I was thinking, god, ah, this should be called Duel of the Fates. You get I mean, when and whenever you like I said we were talking about it, you know, you're disappointed in something, you're always thinking the other thing's going to be better and who knows what the execution of it would have been but it would have given you the same kind of beats through it in terms of the big the big battle and probably would have made a little more sense than why why can't they blow up the weather vane the direction vane from the air
2: they and turned so it th- off
0: why can't, no but you, why have a ground team take it out yeah uh, that's what i did that's the what there just like but you didn't tell me why so you could have the space horses but you didn't tell me why i mean cuz People have said that with the Jedi, like, oh, I don't understand. Why do they have to blow up the bunker? And I'm like, they have to blow up the bunker in order for them to get through the shields. And the, the ships aren't supposed to show up. You're like, oh, no. It was like, why didn't why didn't the ships just go down to Endor and blow up the bunker? You ruin the elephant a surprise. The, the, remember, the original plan was the shield was supposed to be down before they get before there. As soon the as the shield's there. down, the fleet gets there, flies right into the Death Star, blows it up, and they leave. Right. And then Luke dies. Um, <laughs> you're <a> rebel. friend. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, but this is—they never give you a reason why. It's not shielded. It's not. It, there's there's no reason why they have to do that. And I still don't get what the line is because when they have the, the whole fleet uh, in in Return of the Jedi. The whole fleet. No, Return of the Jedi makes sense. That's okay. what I'm saying. In this film, in Rise of Skywalker, especially the way they do out there in the give open, give you a reason why the ships can't blow up the directional vent. Right. There's no reason for Finn to have a lander. No. Other than to get stuck on the ship and have the line of all the hatches have blasters. I swear that's the line. (laughs) I didn't. And it pops (laughs) the thing open and drops the grenades in it. And I'm sort of like, what do you mean the hatches have blasters? (laughs) Like, what is that from? Do you notice in the end when um, uh, when they show the Bespin scene? Yes. There's three ships behind the Star Destroyer. Yes. And I thought for a second, I'm like, is that supposed to be the Falcon and the two X-Wings? Do they, like, make stops on the way back? Like, oh, like, wait, let's go blow up other ships. Because the second thing, I'm like, if everybody if everybody is at Exegol, the whole galaxy is rising up, but it seemed like everyone went to X. Who's blowing up these Star Destroyers? See, that's what I didn't understand either. Like, who's blowing up these Star Destroyers? It wasn't the celebration part of it. It's not like Return of the Jedi where, you know, someone gets on the news and just, like... Hey, there's a second dust star that's supposed to be a secret that everyone apparently knows about. And Palpatine's dead. Yub, yub. He <laughs> All of a sudden thieves all around. let's go. I mean, and I th- I think Moth Moth Panaka or whatever. Oh no, he dies. But Palpadeen. also, if there was a if there was a Star Destroyer over the moon of Endor, the Sanctuary Moon, wouldn't they have known when Finn and everybody came in, when the Falcon came in to the system. Well, it's not there at that point. I guess it shows up after.
1: Maybe when they took out the uh, commander's ship, and knocked out all transmission.
0: And of course, the other the other thing that I that I can't destroy. They blew up all the other ships because of it. What I can't figure no, out. No, I
1: mean I'm sure somebody. Uh, no, it uh, has nothing to
0: do with that. It's why is there a star destroyer in the Endor system? Because there's nothing in Endor. The only thing I think of is where he says, "Prepare to 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 crush any resistant planet." is they're going to go crush Endor, except Endor doesn't have really a part in the galaxy, so I don't know. Um, the other thing is, it clearly shows, when Ben Solo shows up on Exegol, he's in a standard TIE Fighter. Yes. Doesn't have a hyperdrive. I know. But I thought that made same made thing. I was mad, because fr- the first time I saw it, and the TIE FOs are following the Falcon, and mm-hmm. I was like, those don't have hyperdrives, and then I forgot yes, they do. that the Special Forces special ones with forces the red stripes do have a hyperdrive. I was like, okay, you got that one, but... How's he in a? They just wanted that shot. If here's won't. the X-wing, and here's here's the yep. Tie Fighter. I'm like it doesn't have a hyperdrive. It would have taken him months to get to Exegolf. Yep. <laughs> damn it! I thought that exact same thing. I, uh, and I hate that that's like the first thing in your head. I'm going, God damn it! He used the
1: Force. No, to jump God, to light no. speed. It's,
0: I already have the Palpatine just like doing the. Hey, something's going wrong. I'm gonna blast it. Ships <laughs> <laughs> overhead. I'm gonna blast it. <laughs> When I saw that, when I saw him get you know the Tie Fighter and the X Wing, the first time I saw that, you know, I was the first like, time I saw it when he's when he's running towards the thing, I'm like, F did he get there? I'm thinking yeah. like, did the Star Destroyer? Because the other thing that I thought of is that they sent the Star Destroyer to Endor to pick him up, because he would have still been on the planet. Okay, and then that he would have gone back to the Star Destroyer and taken a ship or whatever, because he would still is in his costume. Well, he's in, in, in on, when he, when he's on the, the the whatever Begal or whatever the hell the other planet is Endor ish. Endor adjacent. <laughs> he's still wearing the Kylo Ren robes. Yes. So what I thought at the, when the first time I saw it, and I saw it over there, and I kind of had that question, like, why is there a Star Destroyer over Endor? Is it what has shown up in that system mm-hmm. to pick Kylo up? He goes up to the Star Destroyer. He takes a, a, a tie. A tie. And, you know, while he's in the tie, he takes his clothes off sure. or whatever and redoes his hair. And oh, I want a Ben movie now. Yeah. So, those last five minutes are so uh, Adam driver when he jumps onto the chain. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. And then when, when he, he gets the saber and he comes he, down, he does the He kind of does the struggle like, all right, let's go. And then waste the, 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 the Knights of Ren who do nothing in this film. They're, they do as much as the Sith troopers. Like, no, they, they do little more little than more. the Sith troopers because the, 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 the hero shot of them getting out of their ship and standing on a, on a, on a mesa in panisa or whatever, and they have the helicopter going around them or whatever it is, that's as that's as many seconds as what you get for the Sith Troopers in the final part of it. They capture Chewbacca and you don't see him. They're on Kajimi and it means nothing. Yeah. They're on Kajimi for no reason. Um they have an amazing well, They followed them to Kijimi. They feel followed to Kajimi doesn't mean anything. Correct. Doesn't mean anything. Here's what I figured out in this one that drives me crazy. This is this is our tangent for Rise of Skywalker. When they're doing the when Kylo's on Kajimi uh-huh. and Ray's on the Star Destroyer. And it, I, I think I f- it drove me crazy and I solved it all in the same kind of thing. Is when they force time, yes. you know, they're, they're interacting with her. She's holding the dagger. Yes. When he sees the dagger, shouldn't, shouldn't he know? I <laughs> And the only thing I can think of is he doesn't know what the dagger is. He stays on Panisa for longer than they bring Chewbacca up. He gets thrown in the detention center. They strip him of all of his stuff. Right. Kylo g- knows where they're going. Yes. You know, that they're going to Kijimi. So they leave. They then put those items into Kylo's thing. Like, okay, here's all the stuff we got. Right. And so Kylo's never in that room. He has no idea that Chewbacca's stuff has been dropped off in his, sure. in his chamber. That's the only way I could explain it. Yeah. Because when I watched it, I'm like, okay, told where you, oh, you're holding the dagger. Damn it. She's on my ship. Let's go. Um, yeah. Like put the dagger down, honey. Just, come Look on, back He's to the TIE Fighter thing. I looked at it the first my the very first thing I thought was, Oh, that's so cool seeing the original X Wing and the original TIE Fighter scene again. I went, wait. TIFA doesn't have hyperdrive. How the hell is that? There's, did no, he way, get there? there's <laughs> no way there's no way Because they all jump out of whatever cloud they're in in order you go through that maelstrom of death or whatever uh-huh. and then they jump. Yeah, when mm-hmm. the resistance first shows up, you have to jump out of the end of whatever this cloud is. He doesn't have hyperdrive, <laughs> but he would have also had to jump from indoor mm-hmm. to the to uh, the unknown. He's got to do a I just uh, so it's one of the stupid like Chewie doesn't get a hug thing. Instead, that's the scene I can't take. So Rise Sky, of uh, uh, Skywalker show. has done a has done uh, and eight million domestically, and five hundred forty five internationally. So it's done a, it's done Oh, I thought you had the five hundred and eight and then five forty five total, like, what I mean, thirty nine million dollars <laughs> over <the> worldwide? <laughs> so so it done. A, it's done over a billion now. So it made more money than than Solo. Yes. Um speaking of Solo oh, it feels like Solo's like five years ago. When Yeah. So Leia has Han's medal. And we know that Han had given Maz a medal, you know, as a Payment or something, probably his bar tab. But he gave Luke's medal to her. He, you know, we find this out in one of the, the books. Well, what was that in? Because um, I thought that was in the, the junior novel that I read that you didn't read. It's in the um, the Force Collector one. Oh, that's right. There it is. And so I thought, <laughs> so, Han, she actually, so Leia actually that's had Han's books, medal. So she gave Han's medal. So Maz gives Han's, Han's medal to Chewie. Which I, I get people go, that's such stupid fan service. I thought it was a nice little you know, it wasn't Chewy finally getting a medal. It was Chewy getting Hans medal. You know, as a something to hold on M-A-T-T-L-E. to. M-A-T-T-L-E. Um I just think it, it was more of like it played you never see it and then it plays such a prominent role in the last half of that film because Leia's holding on to mm-hmm. it when she's sort of when she tells
1: so then, I was thinking about, and then that. as
0: she's trying to talk to Ben, Ray stabs him. <laughs> she, I think, because we, 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 you made the comment of you were thinking that she was force projecting Han to him. Yes, but she ben. actually dies, she dies before. I think she force project. She, she force projects her projects her energy into Ben because when you hear when he first you know when you first hear her. Go, Ben, you know, in a ghostly voice. I think she enters Ben to move. (laughs) I know she's in. I know she's into it. No, yeah. I was watching. Jedi was on TNT the other day. And I'm watching that scene where, you know, it's you. I've always known. Wait, then why did you tongue F me? Wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) Don't you remember on Hoth? You were trying to make Han jealous and you decided to stick your tongue down my throat. Now you're telling me you've always known that we're brother and sister, but when when <laughs> Ben's body disappears into the forest, so does Leia's. At the same, why time. isn't Ben in the final shot? Everybody's asked that. Everybody's asked. Everybody
1: that. Everybody wanted the entire Jedi. No, I don't. I don't need the Jedi order. Right? No, no, because
0: no. The, the idea of the final shot is to for her to take the Skywalker legacy of Luke and Leia, but Ben is a Skywalker.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Palpatine says it.
0: Yeah, he's a Skywalker. So well, last it was the same Skywalker reason, reason why fall. wasn't Anakin in there either? I thought Anakin could have fit in there too. Yeah, I thought uh, that's where like if they would have done Hayden Christians in there, I would have been okay with it. Right, but you still could have done Sebastian Stan too or Shaw. Sebastian Shaw. Shaw, Sebastian um, Stan is yeah. st- well. Sebastian Shaw is also an X Men character. Um, yes, it is. You could have digitally used his likeness in there, but I was really surprised, especially mm-hmm. the second time I saw it, where I was like, why don't they show? It's not like Adam Driver's busy. You just gotta shoot him for one second with that terrible hair. <laughs> well, you notice his scar goes away too when she does yeah. the force heal. Um, did you notice on Rey's new saber that when she ignites it, the little teeth come up? Mm-hmm. So it's, she it, does the click the, over. Yeah, the cover, the cover on it opens up. Mm-hmm. That like, features on the, in the one in in Galaxy's Edge, right? No, they haven't released four hundred dollars. Haven't released it yet. Uh, you have to yet. use the force in order to open it. I think they're purposely waiting on that and a couple other things until after the movie leaves theaters to come out one of the. I want Leia's
1: saber. Out. When Disneyland needs to have that available, just go buy some copper. So just buy he, a copper tube and put some silver on it. Oh, okay. So Ben's saber,
0: you know, obviously is the one that uh, that he ends up using to vent the. Uh, it's the same saber that he converts to the Kylo's saber.
1: Yeah, because he breaks it too.
0: Yeah, but everybody's saying that. Well, because when he and I guess the uh, the visual dictionary kind of tells you a little bit about it too, is that when he's bleeding the light, the crystal, it breaks because mm-hmm. he's he's caught between the light and the dark. Well, you have to break the crystal in order to make it red, anyway. Well, no, but his is the only one. The reason that his he needed to vent it, but then actually have the cross blade was because he the crystal's cracked. The crystal's so, cracked in all of them. Isn't it? No. Isn't that, isn't, I thought that was in the second Vader series. That's how he makes his saber. He has to crack the, uh, he has to crack the, the, the Kyber crystals. That's what ruins them. I'm more impressed with the fact that they actually use the crosshilt. Yeah. Because at one point when, when Rey's saber is on Kylo's, she shoves it forward mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. try and slide. And you just want to sit there and go, nobody else has tried that. <laughs> yeah. She's the greatest Jedi. Cause she's the only one. Who, Wait a minute. <laughs> It's just like, just keep stabbing people with it. What are these, what are these huge overhead blows? Because it's not, it's, you had huge overhead blows with a with a broadsword because broadswords weren't necessarily sharp as much as they were heavy. Right. And you had yeah. to, they were heavy because you had to break armor with them. It's an energy saver that can pass through almost anything. Well, the other thing- What I... the hell are you rolling it and it'll hold your head and like trying to chop- just it's it's a saber it literally is a fencing saber you don't when you watch fencing they don't like move it off to the right hand side and then do wig swings in order to try and hit you it goes forward well, the you have thing- an energy weapon just go forward and just keep stabbing people like that like it never has to, lightsaber dueling is stupid when you really think about it well the other thing is they kept changing their grip where they'd flip the the blade around backwards that's just cool I know, but it just it it doesn't work as well when you're coming across. I feel well, like doing, Kylo
1: would have cut himself a couple times flipping doing, that blade around, around the, the flip thing, with the yeah. crosshilt. But uh, look, well, if you don't like
0: the reverse hand grip, you can't like Ahsoka because she uses it most of the time. She uses one forward and one reversed, so she, she usually got like, double she, reversed in a lot she's of. She's a lot of the shots have the double reversed for the thing. Right. She does a lot of the two different forms. Look, like Luke Skywalker that. thought the, gr- the the height of lightsaber combat was spinning. <laughs> And then Dad looked at him like, spinning is not a neat trick, and then just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying we will talk to you next week. on us?